Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, March 15th. This is Elliot News with your news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Portland officials are struggling to keep up with trash dumped across the Portland metro area. How did Stumptown become Dumptown? The city relies on an unusual, highly fragmented sanitation system. Nearly a dozen different agencies are responsible for cleaning up parts of Portland, yet none sees cleanliness as its top priority. The proliferation of homelessness amid a housing crisis has contributed to overwhelming those agencies, but the illegal dump sites on roadsides, commercial districts, and neighborhoods mostly come from the discards of people living in houses and apartments. The pandemic has contributed as well, reducing the team's charge with picking up litter and clearing illegal dump sites. Those teams, it turns out, have long depended in part on prison labor that's been curtailed in response to COVID-19. Read the full report at OregonLive.com environment. The fence that for months surrounded the downtown Portland Federal Courthouse was removed late last week, then put back on Sunday after two nights of volatile protests. On Thursday and again on Saturday, people assembled near the courthouse broke windows and spray-painted graffiti. On Thursday, fires were set near the building. A large contingent of federal officers responded with impact munitions and tear gas on Thursday. On Saturday, they stayed inside the building. Portland police intercepted another protest on Friday in the Pearl District, detaining more than 100 people inside a perimeter in a controversial police tactic known as kettling. Police said there was reasonable suspicion that everyone inside the perimeter had committed a criminal violation by marching in the street, and that some had also smashed out windows while marching. The detained demonstrators were individually identified and photographed before being released. Thirteen people were arrested. Civil liberties groups on Saturday demanded a federal investigation, saying the police bureau's use of kettling is aggressive, indiscriminate, and exclusively used on left-leaning groups. U.S. Senator for Oregon Ron Wyden says some of the programs created to help jobless Americans during the pandemic should be made permanent. Last March, Congress extended the duration of jobless benefits that usually expire after as few as 26 weeks. It also made millions of self-employed workers eligible for benefits through a new program, and it added weekly bonus payments to make the benefits more generous. Wyden told reporters on Friday he wants legislation that would make permanent the benefits for self-employed workers. He also said he supports an automatic increase in jobless benefits during times of economic distress. Wyden also said he wants a national technological framework to help states administer their jobless programs. Many states, including Oregon, struggled with outmoded computer systems during the pandemic, which slowed down benefits payments for weeks or months. The Oregon State men's basketball team picked in a preseason media poll to finish last in the Pac-12, instead brought home the conference championship Saturday night, beating Colorado 70-68 in Las Vegas. It's the program's first ever Pac-12 championship. The team also earned a spot in the NCAA tournament. The number 12 seed Beavers will play 5 seed Tennessee on Friday. Oregon, a 7 seed, will play number 10 seed VCU on Saturday. The entire 2021 tournament will be played in the Indianapolis area. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and learn how you can support our journalism at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Proud of where you work? Nominate your company for the Oregonian's Top Workplaces program. Visit OregonLive.com slash nominate. It's easy, simple, and free. That's OregonLive.com slash nominate.